Who do you have games to play? I'll apologize first, though, for yesterday. So <laughs> the other week, Drunk. it was wine and moonshine, which technically we still recorded at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> this weekend <laughs> was a lot of mimosas. I get that. Hey, we'll knock you we've out. We've all had a good-ass brunch, mm-hmm. okay? We've been there. Yeah. The voice or the, the call I received from you was just... Uh, <laughs> Did you get a call? Yeah, I got a FaceTime. Oh, no. Oh. She was, like, walking to her car, though, and I was like, perfect timing. <laughs> yeah, I was in. I was on my way, like, back to my house, and uh, I missed a call from Erin, and then this is what happened. <clears throat> Morgan! <laughs> Did you get my voicemail? <laughs> no, Erin. I didn't. Do you want me to hang up and listen to it and call you back? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll listen. <laughs> As if you had to explain it. I mean, but I knew by the Morgan! <laughs> oh no, Aaron Drunk. I just got, where are you? Out of my house. And I was like, no, at my house. And she's like, good, you haven't left? <laughs> she's like, I thought to Morgan. We can still record. Literally. We can still do No, I feel so bad. We can still do it. And I was like, you drunk ass. You can just go close your eyes. Yeah. Thank God. Could you imagine me slurring my words I talking about that case? Love to hear it. No, no. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> but be a little less sinister sounding. You need to remember, you're like really teeny tiny girl. <laughs> they had some, so we went to like craft it. Crafted <laughs> so I drank a shit ton of mimosas, but here, let's go. <laughs> yes. Have you been there? Crafted St. Louis. It's like Mm-mm. what? That's not what. Yeah. But that's just re- restaurant. So they have oh. like brunch on the weekends. And I guess on Sundays, so they're open from 11. And um, I was there like right when it opened. Didn't realize it closed at three. We were there until three. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking the Facebook site, but it's an actual restaurant. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was really good. So they have like super like, like, you know, like a pitcher from Tin Roof. Like, it's just like mm-hmm. a beer pitcher yeah. of mimosas, but you get the bottomless or whatever. This one was like, I mean, it, it looks skinny, but it was like a tall pitcher. So, like, quite a few little, like, the and it was little glasses. Um, no, 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 no. Oh. They, they were like 20 buck, bucks a pop. 20 bucks a pop. But well, obviously they were, they were worth it. very strong. They, they did were. what they need. They did what you paid yes. for. I had a Bloody Mary before, too. <laughs> but I didn't know we were going to get pictures of mimosas. I mean, and I like champagne, like it goes right to you. I mean, like I yes. have one mimosa and I'm like, all right, let's go. Because it feels so nice and it tastes good. Yeah. At the time. It pairs well with any breakfast food. Yes. yes. I, and then you get home and you have a raging headache and you're like, why? <laughs> Yet again, it's always sunny. There's an episode where they're on this, um, this cruise ship and there's no alcohol. And Charlie sees orange juice and he's like, oh, who said there's no alcohol? They have screwdrivers right there. And Frank's like, no, that's just orange juice. And he's like, why would you just drink a mixer alone? And he's like, <laughs> some people do. It's really weird. <laughs> a mixer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. I love it. You know, my favorite mixer, Dr. Pepper. Mm. Ooh. Good times. Ooh, Dr. Mm. Pepper. Mm. Or a little of it. Mio. Mm. If I'm trying to be skinny, I'll do a Mio in water. Yeah. Dude, man. Sweet tea meal. Mm. I've not tried it. Huh. I like it. Okay. I'll keep it I will. I'm a very, like, I gotta have my sweet tea, like, ice cold, though. So, like, keep that in mind. Because I drink it warm once and I'm like, <laughs> it's nasty. <laughs> but, like, cherry lime and sweet tea. I'm good. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Water and milk and, like, juice get kind of boring. I try not to drink so much soda, so. Fair enough. Gotta have some sweet tea and a little squeezy. <laughs> <laughs> 
anyway. Uh, Good morning. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> it's episode 59. 59. Woo! Feeling fine. Ooh. Uh, I'm Morgan. I'm Sarah. I'm Aaron. And this is Mr. Sunrise. Actually remembered earlier to today, not not before today, but uh, uh, hmm, do I explain? All right, I'll explain the game before we play. So, um, I don't know why this came to my head, but it did. It's no, it's not happening right now. We, we, oh, okay. I got props and stuff. Sarah's so like, I'm ready. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so there's gonna be a blindfold. You're gonna put the blindfold on, and I'm going to scatter on Aaron's bar. Some zip ties and some rubber bands, and you have to make a chain. One rubber band, one zip tie, one rubber band. But you can't double up, and it has to be in a perfect chain. Whoever oh, has the, the longest chain, like oh, longest no. meaning like zip tie, rubber band, like consecutive. Okay. Twins. I see what you're saying. Okay, cool. This sounds cool. Okay, let's cool. do it. Cool. All right. Yeah. We'll be back. Cool. <laughs> was morgan's game it was fun we had to attach rubber bands with zip ties we'll post some videos and pictures yeah. i don't know if we can explain that without showing while it. blindfolded we made some, yeah. we made some chains you know mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. and uh i think somebody's was a little longer than the other I sarah, sarah and i had a little tie we did mm-hmm. and then she kicked my ass in round two it's because the tunes were on i got into the zone yep. yeah you did you did i couldn't mm-hmm. get i couldn't get the last zip tie I couldn't. Okay, it's that last one you come down to. Yeah. Like, cool. Also, it's because like you have five seconds left. It's like yeah, yeah. yeah. Once there. once you realized it, you were like, <laughs> oh shit. So I'm trying to help you the countdown, but then once I got it, I was like, this isn't helpful. This isn't nope. helpful. That's okay. Mm-mm. It's all right. It's all right. We're all good now. So yeah. Sarah, me, Aaron. Yep. Yep. Woo! Cool. What you got for us? Um, today we are taking a look at what makes a person join a cult. Oh, <laughs> I found an article online. Um, yes! I'll link it. But this has been something that actually interests me a lot, and it's probably deeper than what I'm going to do today. But here's a little, little top. Yes, yes top's yes. great. Oh, I'm so excited about this. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So, cult is a well. Fun fact: I started doing research on this when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. For of course she did <laughs> for a class project, <laughs> and then I realized I what had class. To- Literally English. She was like, just do a research paper on anything. And I started it. And then I like, called my friends. And I was like, what are you doing our paper on? And they're doing like very normal things. So I switched it. And I did Gandhi instead at the last minute. I mean, still good. Turns out he's not that awesome of a person. Really? Hmm. Don't meet your heroes. Unless they're Brit Nasty Spurs. Um, <laughs> Damn. That's what, it was there. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he was really that good or not. Whatever. Okay. So cults. We're in the cult. A cult is a relatively small group of people having bo- religious beliefs or practices regarded by others as strange or sinister. Mm-hmm. Um, or it could be a system of religious veneration and devotion directed towards a particular figure or object. Notice that neither explanation said they are all insane people that are moving to Africa to commit mass killings. <laughs> okay, just want to... Because I feel like all the cults you hear about are bad, but not all cults are bad. Like they don't all drink the Kool-Aid. 
No. Flavorade. Um, <laughs> Not wrong, though. The NY Times estimates that in the U.S. alone, actually, take a guess. How many cults do you think are active right now in the U.S.? In the U.S., active mm-hmm. right now. Yep, yep, yep. All states. <laughs> oh, All 50 of them. Yeah. I was thinking, like, are we going to like specifically like Utah? Girls in a different story. Uh, not to anybody. If you live in Utah, it doesn't mean anything. I was just being a little shit. I'm sorry. There's a cool documentary on Netflix, like, uh, Killing Within Mormonism or something. Killing a Mormon. Oh, mm. shit. It's about these bombings. To kill a mockingbird? <laughs> sorry. No, it's like <laughs> these bombings that were done to, like, um, Mormon documentators. I don't know. Oh. I started watching it last night. It's pretty cool. Anyway, hmm. how many active cults? Mormonism, not a cult. I'm scared. I feel like I'm going to guess something and it's going to be so... And, and like, there's no size requirement. Nope. Act like active, Ooh. red, like known cults. Mm-hmm. Where are you go for me? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I'm 56. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be either way too low or way too high. You Just say 88. 88? 201. Okay. Yeah. Um, no. 2,500 to 3,000. Oh, <laughs> see, I knew. <laughs> there, I gave you no frame of reference. Whoa! Um, That's okay. We were both really low. Yeah. <laughs> well, you made a good point there. Like, there could be a lot more even, but some are just so small that no one has noticed. Yeah, them. that's true. Because they don't have to, like, it's not like they put, I am a cult on their taxes. Mm-hmm. Their Facebook group hasn't really taken off yet. Yeah. <laughs> just give it time. <clears throat> we mm-hmm. have a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be a cult if you wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you guys think makes someone join a cult? Their beliefs. Lots of different reasons. Yeah. Yep. If their beliefs, like, match with yours. You're lonely. You need some companionship. Um, you lost a loved one. Did you read my article? No. <laughs> You're pretty close. Oh! So I did find some interesting articles, but the one that really hit on what I was searching for was online psychology degree info.com. It's like people just get it. Um, <laughs> so first and foremost, cults are attractive because they promote comfort. Just like Morgan said, yes. Whoa, guys, never been right about shit like this in my life. <laughs> Damn! Um, it may be an illusion of comfort, but from the outside looking in, it's going to seem real. Yeah. And again, going back to the trippy Mandela effect episode, humans on a base level, they want and need comfort. And I'm not saying that everyone's ideal comfort is the same, but they want some sort of comfort, like some answers of like what life is. No. Yeah. Tough as rubber bands and zip ties. Guys, if I like, <laughs> if I open my eyes too wide, I cry. Like I, no, I need comfort all, all the time. <laughs> oh, it's just a fuzzy. I thought it was a bug. I was like, don't freak me out with that. Sorry. Uh... <laughs> well, let's cut that out. Keep it in. <laughs> uh... Okay, so a psychologist at Caltech stated that cult leaders are great at making promises that are unattainable, but for someone who is searching for that comfort, I know I've used that word a bunch, but that's the best word. Um. They they currently don't have it. It doesn't really matter what the promise is. Like, whoa. Yes. Yeah, so it's going to be, they could promise their followers financial stability, health, mm-hmm. um, you know, constant peace of mind. And the big one that seems to come up, eternal life. Hmm. So like, yes, you can get eternal life at church, but not my version here at Sinister Sunrise Cult. <laughs> Mine is much more secure. Than the normal Christian church. They're only giving you part of the story. I can give you the inside scoop. And then you can really get into heaven. I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) But like it doesn't have to be a big lie. You can just pick a little fib. And maybe the cult leader believes it. The leaders believe it. I don't know. 
is it weird that like when you when you first said like the like you know something that's like not obtainable is like the first thing I thought of was like middle school like presidential elections with like I promise to give the cafeteria better milk and everyone's like yeah better milk or longer playground time yeah no way to do that mm-hmm. but we believed them why did the teachers let us do that why did we even have class presidents in an elementary school I don't know hmm hmm what Wait. was the point of that what did they do do you guys have hall monitors in your schools why is that such so. a culture thing? But there is no fucking thing. There, we did not have hall monitors. I don't think I did. We had. T- I mean, if a teacher saw you in the hallway, I think we had like uh, maybe aides that would do it. I think we oh. had some form of it. Hmm, okay. I know people from my hometown listen, so if I'm wrong, let me know <laughs> <laughs> privately. Anyway, <laughs> middle school. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Um, okay. So, do you guys think people who join cults are religious or no? Because keep in mind. There are other reasons you could join, but do you think at their core they're religious? No. I, I, can I say either? There is no I, like real wrong. Okay, answer. yeah. I don't know either, both, neither. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> all around. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we, we circled all the multiple choice questions. We still get points for that, right? <laughs> e, all of the above. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there has been a lot of research that shows cult members have rejected religion in the past. Oh. Uh, maybe not religion as a whole. Um, but, I mean, to be human is kind of to think about what's going to happen after you die. Just like on our last episode the Ray Rivera, we knew he was scared of death. And we kind of point out, who isn't? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really like that last frontier. But whatever branch of religion they were raised in, it, it may not have jived with them or didn't get them to that point where it just clicked and it made sense and this is what they accept. Mm-hmm. So they could be a really come from a religious background, but they may not hold those religious beliefs dear to them. Like maybe they're spiritual, but not religious. They could be like searching okay. for more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, something I kind of got with this research, it seemed like people that joined cults, they were searching for something. Mm-hmm. That comfort, man, you got to have it. Mine is fried chicken and biscuits. <laughs> Come to Moco Church. We have fried chicken, biscuits, I gravy. would be so easy to get in a cult, I bet. Like, <laughs> Hello, you just got to say, like, yo, we got some food. I'll be like, where? I'm here. Mm-hmm. Someone say Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> you get free tattoos. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> um, yes. Absolutely. Okay, so Dr. Kath, a psychoanalyst at Tufts University, pointed out that many people who join cults are actually intelligent young people from very sheltered environments. So many of them have a history of failing to achieve intimacy, of maybe blaming others for their failures, and of constantly striving for perfectionist goals they can't meet. Okay. So it's almost like you're always, like I said, searching for something and you can't quite get it. Like you're maybe like, you don't know the meaning of your life. Nothing has felt quite right. You just mm-hmm. a little lost. Yeah. So with that in mind, people with lower self-esteem are more likely to be persuaded and recruited by a cult. Shit. Yeah. So although they, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I may or may not be a prime candidate. Let's go. Shut your mouth. <laughs> you can tell how... How quickly I respond before I think through things. I was like, yep, absolutely. And mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I thought you were saying shit to like them. Get me out of here. 
We're in a small cult. Woo! I started a lot of Gatorade in my mouth. <coughs> Woo! All right. <laughs> She's drinking the juice. Currently. Uh, it is kind of flavory. <laughs> it costs a lot more than flavor. I, I bet that. Yeah, $2. I was sorry. Okay, so although they may come from sheltered backgrounds, they could be from any part of the world, any tax bracket, race, you name it. So really, mm-hmm. what it's coming down to is probably a sheltered background, probably have low self-esteem, and they're searching for some kind of comfort. Those are the three big things we got so far. Mm-hmm. Do you think men or women are more likely to join a cult? Mm-hmm. Women? I would say women. Two. It's International Women's Month. Day to day. Day to day. Mm-hmm. Not when this comes out, but yes. Correct, when we're recording it. What day and you're going to throw the woman under the bus? Today is International Women's Day. What day is today? Is that a real song? No. Mm, I'm about to be really lame. It's um from Full House. Um, the like not fuller house full house. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why, but the song just pops in my head all the time. Um Jesse, Uncle Jesse, teaches his kids, uh, Nikki and Alex, it's Mother's Day for uh, Rebecca, and he goes, Alright, we learned the song. He goes, so Jesse will go, What day is today? And they go, Today is Mother's Day. Uh-huh. So yeah, I just randomly sing that sometimes, so I just oh. tried really hard to uh-huh. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I'm so no, sorry. You're good. Women, they, you're right. So <laughs> that's oh, why no. I'm saying, um, <laughs> according to research, women make up about 70% of cult Whoa, members. Oh, no shit. Yes. Ooh, I thought it was be a little closer than that. Nope. So just like almost everything else in psychology, the reasons behind this are argued. Um, some psychologists point out that women also attend more social gatherings in general, regardless if they're religious or cult related. Mm-hmm. So this makes women more statistically likely to join a group that will victimize them. I mean, we are more social creatures. We've done that for a long time. Um, others point out that women have been oppressed for centuries. So when they belong to a cult where they are constantly being told what to do, they may be a little more comfortable than a man in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Hate it. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm barfing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, regardless of gender, once you join a cult, depending on who runs it and how, you could have a hard time leaving. And this is due to a few factors. Mm-hmm. Um, one, a cult member may not even realize they're in a cult. Again, not all of them are sinister and scary. Not all of them are a podcast. Um, a psychologist named Dr. Singer stated that a lot of. Yeah, no one's going to call that out. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I heard it. I was just going to let you go. In a cult. What? We could be starting our own cult right now. Oh. What are you talking about, Sarah? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> God, you don't know what I'm winking. Oh, Wink. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. There you Thank go. Thank you. <laughs> um, so a lot of people do join cults willingly, and they don't think twice about the power it could have over them. Um. Dr. Singer points out that cults don't have to be religious. They could also be political, lifestyle groups, or even business groups. Mm-hmm. Oh, I realize. Yeah, there we go. I made the joke later in my notes. Mm-hmm. Or even a podcast following that I've now beaten to death because this joke is over. That's right. You're all in a cult. Now please send your gods sugar-free Red Bull to St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> hey, 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 that's your drink of choice. There are three goddesses here. It gives us wings. Why would we not all be drinking them? You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Just put mine with some vodka. We good. Send that as well if you're over 21. <laughs> You'll get much more interesting recordings. 
Um, yeah, Aaron. Especially yeah, okay. <laughs> we should have just let you do it yesterday. I was, I'm a little bit sad. <laughs> oh, I'm not. It would have been a shit show. It would have been pure American entertainment. Maybe yeah. another time. <laughs> um, so anyway, members in charge of the cult could be really good at mind control. Um, so right after a member joins the cult, normally they are quote unquote love bombed, which means they are constantly flattered, complimented, you name it. And this is to associate the cult with love and acceptance. And I, just before I say this, I don't think sororities are cults, but this definitely gave me bid day and bid day buddy vibes. Uh, so um, in a sorority, ours in particular, you give someone a bid, meaning like you're inviting them to join your sorority. Mm-hmm. And then that first week, you give them a lot of gifts and you invite them to a lot of things and make them feel very welcome. There's no punishment afterwards. That's why it's on a cult, but it just quickly stops after that. And then it's like, and now you're in. Yep. And <laughs> never going to talk to you in five. No, I'm just kidding. We, are, we need you to pay dues. And, and they're due next week. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Stories no. are great. Everyone should join them if they want to. Yes. Um, but anyway, so love bombing is real. And then a tactic to keep you in, they also use public humiliation. So some cults, they'll have you sit in a chair surrounded by others where they point out your recent failures and shame you publicly, oh. like in front of the whole group. Cool. That sounds fun. I mean, it's not like the worst thing I've ever heard in a cult, but mm. hey, still. <laughs> because now this is, they basically created a space where your self-worth is tied to the, the likeness of like these, sorry, your self-worth is tied to how much these people around you like you. Mm-hmm. They have literally kind of built you up. So now when they publicly shame you, it super sucks. Like it cuts you really deep because you mm-hmm. had just found your place and now you're messing it up. Yeah. I'm so dumb. I know why. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm listening to you talk and I'm like, wait, why do I know what you're gonna say? Freaking Dateline just did an episode on uh who was that guy that like branded the girls? Not Rick the uh yeah, Nexium. Nexium. We could cover Nexium. Oh god. <laughs> Keith Ranieri. Yeah, Ranieri, whatever. Sucks. I just listened that just came out uh a week ago. Tuesday, so well, two weeks from now, for you listening to this. Uh, anyway, really good episode. But like, I like, I was like, wait, why do I know the term love bombing? And I was like, mm. hold on, whoa, <laughs> sorry. Continue. Well, no, it's just really smart, especially so people who run successful like cults, and I mean like capital C cults, not just like a political group that you could maybe squint your eyes and think they're a cult. Like these people are, they're trying to manip- manipulate you to follow them. But and you're not like, them. yeah, like what are you in a cult? But it's like. Oh, you're in a cult. Like Yes. Yeah. Like someone's parents are calling because you're in a cult. Mm-hmm. So they're going to they're gonna know the types of people they're looking for. They're going to know you have low self-esteem. They're going to know they can tie that self-esteem to the cult. So that public humiliation is just, it's awful. They're mm-hmm. predators. Yes. They, honestly, yes. In a capital C cult, yes. <laughs> capital P, capital C, we own it. <laughs> mm. um, another tactic is self-incrimination. Jim Jones... Jesus, Jim Jones used to do this. He would have people sign incriminating documents about their fears, mistakes, or even things they hadn't done. Mm -hmm. And these documents work just as a insurance policy. There's also good old fashioned brainwashing. So if a leader tells you something over and over again, that isn't true. And everyone around you believes it. And that's all you're surrounded with. Mm -hmm. You're going to start to believe it. You're going to start to go with it just to like keep like, okay, sure. And then it's like, oh, second nature. Because again, you are tying your personality now to this group of people, especially if you're isolated, which a lot of the ones that end up going south are because you don't have any outside opinions. 
Yep. Dangerous. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, paranoia is another one. So cult leaders have done this and it was super effective to turn up the par. I got super creative. Turn up paranoia. Leaders may convince followers that the government is out to get them. Mm-hmm. Uh, past members are out to get them or just anything. Um, yet again, we saw this with Jim Jones. That's why he got you to the, that's why he got, not you. The, <laughs> his followers? <laughs> his followers, like, to the jungle because nuclear bombs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, like, ex-members coming after them. Like, this is a threat against uh, you and our, like, your life. Yes, because now you are in us. It is no longer just you. We are a mm-hmm. collective group. Ugh, gross. Groupthink is dangerous, people. Um, so this leads people to think the world isn't safe and the one person or the one group that can provi- provide you with the answers mm-hmm. our cult or our group. And then because of this, like now you're a little isolated. You're all thinking the same. It's gotta be hard to talk to anyone outside of your group. This is going to start leading people to an us versus them mentality that mm-hmm. people see in cults a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the brainwashing, whatever, like people on, usually get isolated from their families because their families see it before they do. Like something isn't right. Yep. And you don't like people telling you something isn't right. So you just keep digging your heels in. Ah, great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So great. Um, But they just can't see that what you're doing here makes you superior. (laughs) And now look, you have all these vacant places close. You have all these vacant slots available for people close to you. How lucky, because now there are people in the cult that are willing to fill those slots. Aww. Yes. It's another tactic that'll make you want to stay, because now everyone close to you is in this cult with you, going through all the same stuff with you. Yeah. And if your friends are here and their children are there, it can't all be wrong. Can't all be that bad. No. (laughs) Well, yet again, like, just because we covered so much of Jim Jones, like, we, our listeners probably have a little bit of background in that. This was all things he did. Yeah. Because it works. And it's mm. terrifying, but it works. Like, they knew towards the end he was a little off his rocker, but they kept just kind of, like, turning a blind eye. Like, well, yeah. the mission is still good. Everyone else here is still good. Mm-hmm. It can't all be going to where now we know it was going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the point of this topic was really just to take a look at the fact that anyone can join a cult or get stuck in one. The biggest factor is low self-esteem. So, I mean... Who feels like they're on top of the world all the time? Like these people just want answers or a lifestyle change. They can, and they can end up in traumas or worse than mm-hmm. they imagined. So people who leave cults, they have to do a lot of therapy to overcome what has happened to them. Oh even yeah. If they weren't, like even if they weren't moved to a jungle or doing something Crap, crazy. I remember that girl's name. There was like one, whenever we did the Jim Jones episode, excuse me, the Jonestown fuck. Oh my God. Wow. Yes. Thank you. Oh. We both mm-hmm. like, I saw it in our eyes. We were like searching. I searched a lot of crevices to find that just now. Anyway. I was not pulling that out. Thank you. <laughs> Jonestown episode. There was that one girl that like went back and like did all that. Like she kind of like, I think she wrote a book about her experiences and just how hard it was to like, she couldn't really go back to her old life. She kind of had to start new again. I mean, truly, yeah. because you've, I, they're really, if they're the ones that people are scared of, it's because they're really good at getting you away from your family, getting you away from the way you thought before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You kind of start molding your ideals to what they want because yeah. that's all you're surrounded by. There's nothing else you see. And you're just, you want to belong somewhere and feel like this makes sense. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want that? I get it. Um, and then it, 
it just gets dangerous because if you want to leave now, all your friends are there. Everything you thought you believed is there. It's just hard yeah. to pull yourself away once you get in too deep. Mm-hmm. A lot of them take your money too. So they then also it's like take your money. Yes. Then you really can't go anywhere. Yes. Correct. <laughs> I did not cover that, and that is a great point. Yeah, that was definitely Jonestown. He like took all their. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, not all of them have like insurance policies. Like, if you leave, you're gonna get arrested. But yeah, you you have money tied up in it. Mm-hmm. And also, at some point, you don't want to believe you've been going along with something that's incorrect for this long. Yeah. Even if you have a moment of, like, shit, I don't think I can do this anymore. It's like, I fucking have to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, every day you're there is another day that's going to make it harder for you to leave. Because you've already put more time and more effort into this. Yep. So, um, this was a short one, but I hope you found it as interesting as I did. Be good to yourselves and people around you. Don't give anyone any reason for a low self-esteem. There is plenty of love for the whole world. Okay. I'm going to be a hippie and that's fine. That's all I had. That's cool. Can I follow up with something that you, if you want to go back and listen to our Jonestown episode, Thank it is you. episode 14. Whoa. Additionally, I know what? Wow. wow world. Uh, additionally, the, um, the dateline when I was talking about is called collateral damage. Okay. Came out on Tuesday. So anyway, so it'd be in their recents. Okay. And then finally, I have been listening to a podcast on and off called something was wrong. It is, they're doing, they do a, there's like different seasons. So like each like season slash series is like six to seven episodes. I think it does, all, it talks a lot about um, like gaslighting and like different like emotional and physical abuse in relationships and like different dynamics. But one, mm-hmm. um, one of the series is she gets to interview a survivor of Jonestown, a guy who has who never, who never spoke about his experience. And he like, it was a, da- a dad and his son. And so she was like, I'm going to interview the son. And he was like, yeah, my dad doesn't want to, he won't talk to anybody. And she, oh, he talked to her. So like 40 plus years ago, and he's never spoken to anybody about his experience, but he spoke to her. So well, very cool. They, inter- they interviewed those people who didn't go with them over to, was it Uganda? Ghana? Ghana. Ghana. Thank mm-hmm. you. They didn't go with them over there and they were upset. They were like, I wish I would have died with all my friends and family. It just, I know it's so Almost, mind blowing, but yeah. humans are wired to be pack animals. So it does make sense if you're in that right space of mind at the mm-hmm. right time and they can sweep you up. Yeah. It's For better or worse, there's probably positive cults too. They just aren't as interesting to people because... I don't know why. We're weird. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're weird. So, that's my wow. bad. Morgan, what you got? All right. Get my new notebook. I know. I would die if you're like, I'm doing ghosts of cults. No. It's so <laughs> weird. I was like, I should have told you. Like, I was like thinking in my head. I'm like, I really hope Sarah does cults soon. I really was. After I listened to that Dayline episode, I was like, because that one's about a specific one. Okay. So, yeah. like, you don't really get to hear, like, they talk about the... Love, love bombing and stuff but like i don't know it's good to hear like the general overview it's just it's crazy because i always have a hard time like do people know they're doing this in the beginning like if i'm a cult leader do i immediately think like oh this is how i'm gonna get this person or does it happen naturally that's something maybe i'll look to in the future yeah like like their first couple of recruits yeah do they stumble yeah. upon it or i don't maybe maybe i don't know maybe maybe they just have kind of how you end up going through the chain of command or like the chain of everything joining a cult maybe they just do that themselves like i'm gonna be i'm gonna be the person that makes everyone better i'm gonna be the one that saves everyone so you just get in that mindset of like being that support 
And so you like trick yourself into thinking that you're like more powerful than you are. I hate that. I know I'm going to go home and look up interviews of like science. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! All right. Morgan, give me off this. What's going yes. on? All right. All right. Yes. All right. My topic. <clears throat> uh, so. Uh, Morgan. Yes. <laughs> my topic today is brought to you by TikTok. Oh, God. <laughs> Sarah, you've uh, opened a can of worms and here we are. So, my topic today is Claire Audience. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly because I tried and I, yeah, it's spelled Claire Audience and that's how the guy on TikTok says it. So, yeah. Uh, I stumbled upon this on my For You page. Oh, do I sound hip? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I have a middle part. You say For You. I actually do have a middle part right now. I got my braids. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah but yeah. tomorrow when I pull my braids out, it fucking won't be. Anyway. Sorry, I can't. I told you about what happened when my mom parted my hair, right? No. Elisa, I love you. Uh, so we were like, just got my, I got my hair cut like mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. It looks so good. Thank you. Uh, my curls are like banging. Uh, well, she, we were talking about like the youth and how they think middle parts are in. And I was like, ah, I just can't, I can't do that. And my mom was like, oh, everyone can, I think anyone can pull off a middle part. She fucking parted my hair and goes, not everyone. <gasps> oh. oh my God. I mean, it's true. I literally look like a goblin, but like. <laughs> Mom! <laughs> Moms will literally cut you down. I mean, yep. to be fair, she's my mom and my hairdresser, so... At least she's honest. Yeah. You wouldn't, like, I don't know if it looks good or not, but... No, it'd be terrible if she, like, sent you out in the world and everyone's like... No, I'm fine with <laughs> the middle part if there's, like, volume in braids, but, like, yeah. I don't... I, my face is just not meant for a middle part. No. I wash my hair more often now that I'm trying to do a middle part. There can be no grease in there. That's the bonus about having curly-ass hair now. Dry shampoo that bitch up or go. I ran out of dry shampoo. Actually, you know what? Side note, pick up dry shampoo. That tease? <laughs> yeah, we know. All right. <clears throat> so, uh, again, stumbled upon this on my For You page. The user, The Blondie Boys, uh, which consists of Brandon Roy and Connor.Fisk. <laughs> uh, I don't know which is which, uh, but I'm glad the video that I watched had the guy who did it because I watched another video on their page and holy shit do you know about this video like so monotone like his I couldn't I'm sorry whoever you are on that channel the voice was just terrible and you, I'm very sensitive about it. anyway I literally have anyway Claire, <laughs> Claire audience so the supposed faculty of perceiving as if by hearing what is inaudible otherwise noted as psychic hearing. Okay. Uh, Kasamba.com, again, I don't know if I pronounced that right, but it'll be in the show notes. Quote, uh, clear audience is the ability of receiving an intuitive vocal message from the world of the spirits or a higher being, end quote. Based on the TikTok that I watched, they say if you have like a ringing in your ears, this is a sign that it's, that that is trying to happen. So if you hear, like, a ringing, then you're supposed to be able to, like, tap into a message from the beyond. What if you hear a fly buzzing in your room? Cut that question out. I don't have answers for that. Sorry. Was it in your ear? It was you. Yeah, no, I thought that's what you were referencing, but I didn't know. I forgot about that. Yeah, whenever I was trying to look for it. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, like, I remember hearing one, and, like, I went up to turn my light on, and there 
was no fly, at least not one that was making Maybe a sound. Maybe you were supposed to continue to try to follow it, and it was going to lead you to, like, some good stuff. I don't know. I'm intrigued, though. I hear buzzing all the time, but I don't know if it's the start of tinnitus or what. <laughs> what? Of course you want it to ring. I'll talk about that. Okay. I, was like, I don't know what that is. It's like a constant, like, ringing in your ear. Oh. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Baby Driver? Okay, so like what the main movie character. Is that? Oh, is it I funny really or scary? Like Baby Driver? Like, yeah, it I came can out see it going a million ways. What is this? Well, it came out a couple years ago. And Danny DeVito in it? Like, is it funny? No. Or... Oh. oh no, it's he's the baby. <laughs> so it has. Um... Oh, I don't know why, but like, I forgot to say his name. Like, like, came to my mind, like Angel Elgort in it. I mean, what? it does like Kevin Spacey before all the the stuff. Yeah. So this is baby. Dri- I love that guy. Not Kevin Spacey. No, no, not Kevin Spacey. I Kevin. can't say the Angel Engen. Elgar- yeah, he's got some like songs that. out. So yeah, banging. like in this, um, I guess the uh, poster or whatever. So he always listens to music because he always has tinnitus. So it's like a constant ringing. So he always just listens to it. So that is he the baby? It, huh? Is he the baby or the driver? That, that's what they call him. They call him baby. That's his nickname. And it's a good. Okay, I really like this movie. So check it out. It's fun. If baby? you had just showed me that poster and said, name that movie, never in my life would I be yeah. like, is, my, baby is Michael J. Fox in it? Who is that? Yeah. Oh, Jamie Foxx. That's what I meant. Fuck. <laughs> That's it. John, John Hans in it. Who? John Hamm. From what a cast. Yeah. What is that? Where? <laughs> okay. Oh my God, is this Mandela effect? Like, we didn't know this movie existed. Oh, I've always, I've seen this in the theaters. I've seen this out in the theaters. When did it come out? Uh, 2017, I believe. I was, she's like, 2033. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait, <laughs> Aaron's an alien. <gasps> um, wow. Put it on the list. Sorry. But yeah, no, <laughs> it does very much correlate to this. So, oh. again, quote, Claire audience. Wait, <laughs> okay, this is really. I wrote this down. It's very okay. There's Claire audience. Claire audience. Like there's a hard S when they talk about people who are. Oh. Cl- like clairvoyant is not the word. It's different. Yeah, Claire okay. audiences. Okay. There's a group of Claire audiences over there. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was very... I was like, wait, what? Uh, yeah, so... Anyway, they are <laughs> highly intuitive people who are able to listen to a voice other than their own when the spirit world transmits a message <sighs> to them. <laughs> hey. Listen, my no- listen, I didn't write my notes. I wrote them on, like, scrap paper, and then I taped them in my new notebook, so... Shush. <laughs> well, I didn't have my notebook when I was doing research. I would research. have never noticed. I would have never noticed. <laughs> I kind of did, but I wasn't going to make a comment. Yeah, there, it's bad. You it's know pre- what? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Thanks. I tried. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, it is noted that those messages could be songs, words, or names. So, like, it could just be, like, Britney Spears. Or you could hear, like, It's Britney, bitch. One more time. Like, well, yeah. I mean, Who let you in my brain? It's me. <laughs> I'm clear audience. <laughs> Again, according to the TikTok video. Sorry, I was thinking about Arby's. We have the meat. <laughs> I'm sorry. She wakes up at night. We have the meat. Oh my god. This is Clayman being like, shh, shh, shh. Okay. We'll get lunch tomorrow. Ooh, I'm crying. I'm so sorry. I'm crying. I'm so sorry. I'll be sorry. <laughs> I would not even be upset. Oh I'm just like, God. where? Man, we could have a whole episode about like what we would hear on an individual yeah. level. 
King Arby, lead me to the meats. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm there audiencing. Jamokashe. Jamokashe. Yes. Good ass shit. That would be the cult I joined. Again. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're not mad. <laughs> so, again, TikTok states the left ear, if you hear ringing, it means internal energies are shifting. So, internal. Right ear ringing means a spiritual being is trying to communicate. Um, Centenelandenterprise.com states, hearing these may, may be, quote, the voice of God or angels, that voice inside your head that tells you to make, to take another route and saves you from an accident, etc., Uh, Kasamba.com again. Seven signs you may be clear audient. Just because you may have five, one, or all seven of these does not mean you are. Doesn't even mean this is real. So bear with me. One, you talk to yourself. Two, the ringing in your ears. Two for two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Three. You hear someone call out to you and no one did. Four, you give advice to others. Five, inspiration comes naturally to you. Six, you hear messages with seem- that seem to be just for you. Seven, you had an imaginary friend as a kid or an adult. What? What? I'm not really here. <laughs> We're not really here. Hello? <laughs> Hello. Everyone's so confused. The white claws. Oh. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> Wait, are they mango or no? <laughs> what do you think? They better not be watermelon. We wouldn't let you down. Yeah. <laughs> on <Mama> my way. <laughs> Send me my way. Thank you for. I wrote. That's amazing. You're welcome. I would like to reach out. <laughs> Someone tell you. What's it? Wait, that's the song I hear. It's because I'm not real, Morgan. I know what you want to hear. Dissipates. Say, <laughs> say why I call it. <laughs> Go back to the stuff I care about. Ah! Uh, I did not have an imaginary kid as a, as a child, but I tried to pretend I... Because, like, someone in my class had one, so I was like, oh, I need one of those. So I, like, pretended that I had an imaginary friend. Uh, I tried really hard to, like, make it happen. It didn't happen. I didn't have an imaginary friend, but I thought I could control the wind. I thought I could control the water. Yeah, we know this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, then I, like, then I, like, I found, like, the practical jokes in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So I brought this topic up to Wes. And uh, he is, like, I don't know, like, the technical term. Like, he is deaf in one ear. Mm -hmm. He, I've asked him, like, what he can hear or not here and like <laughs> this led to a very fun game of me standing on his bad side and going like popcorn mm-hmm. movie theater cup and seeing if he could hear me i would love to be a fly on the wall in your house like yep. literally like I, and he and he's just like sitting there and he's like i'm like i'm like you can't look at my mouth and he's like i'm looking forward and he's, i was like close your eyes he's like okay and i'm like popcorn and he's like do it again I'm like i'm like okay i'll say it three times in a row and he's like okay popcorn 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 and he's like Say it again? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, he did get popcorn eventually. Okay. But, and it, I also was going popcorn. 
Jesus. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I wasn't whispering very well. I was like very much over enunciating. So like, all I hear is shh, shh, shh. But yeah, it was very fun. Um, but again, when I brought this topic up to him, Wes says he hears the ringing in his bad ear, which oh. I was like, oh, that's weird. I didn't think like it could do that, which leads to the medical side of this. Doctors say this is simply just sitting. I think tinnitus. Tinnitus. Yeah. Yeah. It's spelled T I N N I T U S. Mm -hmm. Tinnitus. Tinnitus. Anyway. Yes. I think some people say tinnitus, but I think it's tinnitus. Tinnitus is something else. That's yeah. That's in your knee. Oh. Tinnitus. Oh no, that's tendinitis. Come oh to my. our doctor's office. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. With what we diagnosed. You come in with one issue, you leave with 50. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, sorry, sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you. Woo! All right. Woo. Back to a clear audience. So, again, this came on my For You page, and I was like, wow, that's really fucking weird. Because, like, it had, again, see, you think messages come, this is one of the symptoms, or symptoms, whatever. Yeah. You think things are meant for you, but like, I, truly, that ringing thing happened, and then that video came up on my screen. Oh, that's weird. I know. Mm-hmm. It was very weird. But, like, for, they say it's for you. Mm-hmm. To be fair, you're also so much more in touch with that stuff, so I would believe it. Thank yeah. You. I tried. That was a sign for me to do it. Now, this is, like, I feel like I get stuck sometimes on, like, Let's do a cryptid. Let's do another ghost. So, like, this one was kind of, like, a little... Also, I thought it was kind of interesting to follow up from two weeks ago with my uh, spiritual communication tools. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. different kind of... It's an internal tool, if you will. Yeah. So, again, I want... This week, I, I did keep it short. Just wanted to bring that to everyone's attention. I will, uh, of course, link the video if you want to watch it. Um, I tried to find, like, if there was a part two. They kind of hinted that there was, and from what I saw, there was not. So... There could be one out there now, but when I did research, there was only part one. Um, so, um, all right. <clears throat> I'll just end on a quote. So, uh, when you hear those voices or that music, pay attention. It might just be the greatest message you'll ever receive. End quote. Oh. So, follow your guts. Listen to your voices. I've mentioned my uh, experience when, my, when I had my car accident. Yeah. And I heard mm-hmm. the voice. So, like, I don't know if that was... I don't know if that was specifically this or just a spirit trying to communicate with me or what, but I was literally just about to be like, wasn't that similar to your car accident story? (laughs) (laughs) So, and it's super weird. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it to you, but like my cousin, same thing happened to her. It's like, I do definitely think it's like my great grandparents. That's so cool. Yeah. Super weird. I think it happened to her brother too, but yep. Wow. But yeah. So uh, Claire audience, you might have it. You might not. Mm -hmm. It may just be tinnitus, but Either way, tinnitus. Yeah, could be tinnitus, tinnitus as well. I heard once your knees go, everything goes. Your ears start ringing. <laughs> yep, you're gonna get tinnitus. Age. <laughs> so if you've ever had an experience with this, I would really like to know uh-huh. because, again, I like to think that that message was just meant for me. But if you've ever heard like a weird voice come to you and it something changed your life or it made you go down a different path, I would love to hear about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so send those in. Sinister Sunrise podcast at gmail.com <laughs> i kind of forgot there was a podcast <laughs> in our email Woo-woo. all right uh, and with that erin bring us down yes Woo! you already know it yeah. so you already know no no i also have a shorter one today all right. and i thought since last week we did a new unsolved mysteries case i'm mm-hmm. doing an old unsolved mysteries <gasps> case 
from like, like the like first time. Yeah, from like the well, the first season. So I think this was like episode. Oh, like twenty, like the two thousands. Like with um the twenty twenties. <laughs> Robert Stack. So like oh, the so original this, oh. host. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Season one of the OG. Yeah, the OG. Yes. And this one I just happened to stumble across because I was like, God, where do you even begin with like choosing one of them? Because there are so many like cases they dive into and whatnot. But this one, well, this one caught my eye because there's a very recent update with it. Okay, go, go, go. I just didn't want to be left hanging. Okay. I just didn't want to be left hanging again. Well, okay. Well, (laughs) it might not be. I just Anyways, saw yeah. everything shift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It may not be what you're expecting, but here we go. Oh, you better okay, deliver. You're building so up and tear this... me down all in one breath. Well, it's very, it's interesting. Why do you build so, up, Buttercup? I'm sorry. Just to tear me down. I know. God damn. Break right, get out of my mind. <laughs> we need to record it like 9.30 more often, I guess. <laughs> Bro, it's not 9.30. It's 10 p.m. Well, it's almost 10, yeah. Woo! I'm ready. I'm not going to bed right. anytime soon. I think I hit my second wind. Here we go. Had it. Mm-hmm. Had it. So this is the story of Barbara Jean Horn. Around 3 p.m. on July 12th, 1988, four-year-old Barbara Horn went to play in the front yard of her northeast Philadelphia home. Her mother, Sharon Fay, was at work while her father, John Fay, was inside cleaning out the refrigerator. When John went to check on Barbara about... 45 minutes to an hour later, though, she was nowhere in sight. Four? Hmm? She was outside for four, for an hour and she's four years old? It was the 80s. I don't know. You I could forget. do a lot back in the 80s. I don't know. I just forget. But like, I can see that. You've got like a little uh, pool out there. you got a little toy. Yeah. Kids will play for a long time. Like just in the front yard. God, I, I say like I have any children. I don't, but I imagine they would play for I a long time. I'm going to be a really overbearing mom. Okay, continue. Mm-hmm. John became worried when he called her name and she didn't appear, so he frantically searched the neighborhood, asking anyone if they had seen his daughter. When there was still no sign of Barbara, John contacted police, who immediately began a search of the area. Two hours later, the search ended, but not the way the Fays were hoping. Uh, Tom Lowenstein reported in the Philadelphia City paper that Barbara was found nude, stuffed inside a cardboard box next to some trash cans about two blocks from her home. She had been bludgeoned to death, and a medical examiner determined that the blows to her head were likely uh, inflicted by a metal rod. While her hair was covered with blood, the medical examiner didn't note any blood on her body. The gash on her head was about one inch wide, but it wasn't actually bleeding when she was discovered, so the medical examiner believed whoever killed her had washed her body before dumping it. And, like, she had to be dead, like, right away. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, like, it's very quick. all this happened in four hours. Like, that's the window of time we're working with, right? Yes. Wait, four hours. Um, well, she could have been taken at any time. That's not, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, so, just to make sure, 45 minutes to an hour. Oh, I heard four hours. No. Okay. Oh. She was out. She was outside for forty-five minutes to an hour, and then he called. And then he couldn't find her right away, so he called the cops pretty pretty soon. I believe so. he might have been searching for another hour or so, just like neighbors. I can see that. Called so then, his wife. And then they found her two hours later. So like at most, two hours. Like yeah. Four four to five hours. Is how okay. Long she's yes. Been gone. Yes. Just oh. wanted to clear that up. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 
When police questioned people in the area, four eyewitnesses stated they saw a suspicious man on St. Vincent Street and Castor Avenue carrying a cardboard box that used to contain a 13-inch color Hitachi television and believed to be the one Barbara's body was later discovered in. Mm -hmm. Lieutenant Arthur Durant, the investigating officer on Barbara's case, went on Unsolved Mysteries and spoke with Robert Stack regarding the case. And I guess this was a bit different than usual because they would like do... Um, you know, like reenactments of stuff. But this was really like like three and a half minute thing of where he just talked about the case oh. and was like, if anyone knows anything, like call this, like here are some details and that's about it. So pretty interesting in that regard. Right. He described the suspect as a white male between 25 to 30 years old, standing at five foot eight, 180 pounds with sandy brown hair with like a little bit of blonde, like in the front of it. The man was spotted wearing a white t-shirt and cut-off jeans. So four years passed, and with no new leads, detectives interviewed the Faye's neighbors again. One neighbor, Walter Ograd, raised some red flags. He apparently gave some conflicting information to officers, and when they confronted him about it, he broke down and confessed to killing Barbara. Walter said Barbara had stopped by his house to play with a five-year-old boy who was, like, living with his family at the time. So he said he lured her to the basement with plans to sexually assault her. But when she began to fight back, he grabbed a metal rod from, um, like, a weight set or some other thing or, like, a pipe or something and struck her repeatedly until she died. He told police he washed Barbara's body, wrapped her in a plastic bag, placed her in a cardboard box, and then dumped her a few blocks away. When police showed him a picture of the cardboard box, he identified it as the one he placed her body in. He signed the confession and was swiftly arrested and charged with Barbara's murder. According to unsolvedmysteries.fandom.com, when Walter was in prison, he um, also confessed to killing Barbara um, to an inmate who was like acting as an informant to the Philadelphia police. So in 1994, Walter Ograd was out in trial for the murder and attempted sexual assault of Barbara Horn. However, this time he wasn't pleading guilty. He told the court that he was coerced by police to confess to the murder and the jailhouse um, informant was lying about the whole incident. He was almost acquitted, but one juror disagreed at the last minute and a mistrial was granted. In October 1996, a retrial was held and Walter was ultimately found guilty of her murder and he was sentenced to death. Whoa. Interestingly, Walter may have been telling the truth. The composite sketch made from the eyewitness accounts doesn't appear to match, like, Walter's, like, physical appearance. And apparently an eyewitness who, like, gave, you know, his um, description to police later identified the killer as someone else. One article I read was, like, he said it was Raymond Sheehan, who was a convicted child killer at the time or oh something. Yeah, like, later on. Why is there so many of these running around? I don't it's know. It's small area yes i read that on one little article so not sure if that's exactly correct but he apparently identified the killer as someone else yeah walter's confession also happened after he was interrogated for over 36 hours <gasps> so Whoa. yeah okay that's way too fucking long is that mm -hmm. legal i don't well i mean if they give you the opportunity to get a lawyer at any point like, well when he then... asked for a lawyer detectives allegedly refused to give him one Great. Yeah. According to John Cecily's InjusticeWatch.com piece, Walters also didn't write his confession, so one of the detectives questioning him did, and then he signed it <laughs> when he was there. Never have I heard that. Unless you, like, physically cannot write. 
and you ask them to like dictate what I say. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. There okay. were also some inconsistencies with his confession compared to the evidence collected. So while Walter said like in the confession, he beat Barbara with a metal rod from a weight set, the medical examiner determined that the weapon used could have only been two to four inches long, which is a lot smaller than the ball, uh, like bar Walter had in his basement. So they took a picture of him. That's so tiny though. Two to four. Yep. Sorry, like, well, yeah, I'm just trying to imagine how you would even actually hit someone with that. If it's really... At least that's what it said in the article. Maybe, maybe I look some more like Two inches? Mm hmm. Maybe with some brass knuckles. Something, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, the icing on the cake is the fact that no physical evidence has ever been collected that definitively links Walter to Barbara's murder. So he was supposed to be executed in 2005, but he was given a stay of execution. So when that I... was. So basically, it's like delayed. Like, this is what they decided. Oh. However, now that's been delayed. So if they wouldn't have, then he would have been executed in 2005. But they basically push it back to an undetermined time. That's what I, wonder, I got from it. I wonder if it was public knowledge that she was, like, washed. Because that's, because that's like, when you said, like, he confessed, like, washing a body. That's when I was like, oh, shit, he did it. Because, like, mm-hmm. so that seems very intimate to know. But again, it's like, they say that, like the detectives say that oh, he shit. came out with this but then again if they it's wrote the, it yeah they, they wrote it also yeah okay okay like the brandon jassy case where it's like oh and then this no that wasn't it what else did she yeah. do yeah why did you wash your body why did uh, you do this and they're just like what <laughs> yeah yeah she was dirty i don't know yeah, yeah. after 36 hours I i'd be anything. frustrated sure yep mm-hmm, yep. mm-hmm. wow a conviction review was ordered for walter's case in 2018 in January 2020, DNA testing was conducted on, like, the evidence collected from the case, and it determined that the male DNA found on Barbara's body, where that was, I don't know, um, was not Walter's. Oh. The, mm-hmm. Good for you, Walter. Yeah. How old Took it long enough. Uh, 50... 56. So 96 was his last trial. Mm-hmm. That's a long time to sit in jail for mm-hmm. something he didn't do. Oh, and yeah. for a child death that could have been an assault dude like surprised he didn't die in jail he actually i'll get to this part very like i'm almost done with this but um even barbara's mom like at this point was like he did, doesn't believe he did it and he had some like health issues going on so she's like i would hate for this guy to die in prison for something he didn't do so wow. yeah so she was a big proponent of like get him out of there find the right person yeah yeah exactly Damn. so that was a big thing i was reading too the Philadelphia District Attorney's Office stated in March that Walter's conviction was based on, like, flawed, hidden, or corrupt evidence. Prosecutors believed the two homicide detectives that had brought Walter in for questioning cornered him into a confession, and after looking into their history, it appears that it wasn't the first time they'd, like, gotten a confession out of someone. Great. I didn't dive in too much. I really don't know who the detectives were, um, just from the little I could read about it. There's a fine line between like really good police work, like really good interrogation tactics and just being aggressive until you get your way. Yes. The prison informant was also not believed to be a credible source. And the DA's office asked for a judge to vacate Walter's conviction. So since COVID was out and about, um, this meeting with the judge was delayed until June 5th. 2020, where Judge Shelley Robbins knew determined that 56-year-old Walter was innocent after serving almost three decades in prison. Oh my god. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. That's, oh god, that's a whole life. Yeah. 
That's a long time. Like, what do you... Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. That's terrible. And then five days later, a different judge, like, withdrew all outstanding charges against him. Assistant District Attorney Carrie Wood told Walter, quote, I'm sorry it took 28 years for us to listen to what Barbara Jean was trying to tell us. Um, end quote. She said to Obrid that you are innocent and that the words on your statement of confession came from Philadelphia police detectives and not you. So Wood um, also apologized to the city of Philadelphia for the danger the wrongful conviction might have brought to the public. Quote, the errors made in this case made the streets less safe. And I fear the perpetrator in this case, having been left on the streets, may have brought harm to others. End quote. Oh, I don't even want to think about it. No. Yeah, that the person just got away. Not only are you, again, putting like your citizens in danger, you just wrongfully convicted a guy. Mm hmm. Like. Man, I hope they paid for that. I hope they paid for him. Like, I hear that doesn't always happen. Like, I don't know. I hate wrongful conviction stuff. I know. It makes me so sad. Would you be relieved or have a pit in your stomach if someone went to jail for a crime you committed? Because A, they're not looking anymore for you, but also Depend- I would- someone is paying your price. I mean, depends I on the person's personality. I feel like I this like person don't. probably doesn't give a yeah, shit. They're like, <laughs> they're like, fucking great. Let's go. Let's go kill some more fucking people. That makes you so sick. Yeah. According to deathpenaltyinfo.org, Walter will likely become the 169th person exonerated from death row in the United States since 1973. Whoa. Holy shit. And his exoneration will bring, like, the total number of, like, uh, death row exonerations to nine. So six of them coming, like, just from Philadelphia. Nine? Mm-hmm. In the area, yeah. Our system is flawed. Yes. So with Walter's release, Barbara's case is now unsolved. Right. Uh, Sharon believes that, you know, like I said, Walter is innocent, telling 6ABC, quote, I believe firmly he was wrongly convicted. We hope that we get to have the person who took Barbara Jean away from us to pay for the crimes that he did. End quote. And that is all I have on that story. Thanks. Today. I know. Isn't that uh, crazy? Okay. Pro con pro pro. Mm-hmm. An innocent man was gotten out of jail. Yes. A little late. Mm-hmm. Better late than never. Uh-huh. At least he wasn't like murdered. Like that had to be a miserable time though. Yeah. If you touch For children a, in a, jail, dude, yeah. you die. You die. Especially knowing you sincerely did not do it. Yeah. All right. What's your con? Huh? Was pro con pro. Uh, the con's pretty obvious. <laughs> I'm just making sure we're on the same page. Yeah, I, just, I had one pro to give. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Con: the fact that this fucking happened. Yeah, yeah. To a very four sad. Year old. Gee, oh my god. And pro, uh, it's over now. Yep. Well, it's not. Well, no, it's still unsolved. <laughs> uh, pro that they we already said like let a guy an innocent man out of jail, but that the family feels that's right. That's a pro. That's true. That they still aren't like, you let a guy, yes. you know. How insane yes. the mom the whole time was like, no. Yeah. Like, I mean, I feel like at the beginning she was like, oh, yes. Because well, the yeah, murderer's in prison. Well, yeah. yeah, and all that information fresh and, out. Yes. Like, hell yeah. It's going to seem convincing. Yeah. Yes. And then I think the more information came out. She and like, you couldn't wait. like, yeah. She got to probably mm. see both sides. Because mm-hmm. it was, you know, yeah. she was. So that is cool in that regard. Yeah. yeah. That. that doesn't happen a lot. No. A lot of people still think the other the person is guilty. Yeah. So 
But like, do you go live life normally after that? What do you do? Who him? You're yeah. talking about oh Walter. I don't. I the don't think so. That paid him. That's just good because mm-hmm. all that time in prison, you have to be paid back for your earnings. Like you hope. Yeah, you hope. I don't and know how hope, that you works. You get it like quickly enough because you're already like not saying 57 is old, but like if you're already in like failing health, like you better hope you get. Yeah, he. I don't know what health issues he had, but he also keep in mind 57 isn't too hot in a prison. Like that's it's not like they were giving 50s. you top. Of the and line. I think yeah. like and I think like. COVID was going around too in the prison, so that didn't help either. So yeah. Yeah. So I just thought I stumbled across it. And then like the whole 2020 update, I was like, oh, I'm glad they let him still, out. Yes. Still a downer, still very sad. So they but, let him out in tw- wait, you said 2020? The summer. All right. I'm ready yeah, for the so next almost, step. I I don't know where you go from there. Well, I did where I listened to so many podcasts while I'm at work. I can't remember, but they were talking. I'm so sorry, world, that I don't know. But they were just bringing up again, like familial DNA and how important it is that, like, old cold cases that, like, if you, like, if I were to go, you know, get my cheek swab and then, like, you find out, like, there's a match. Yeah. It's like, okay, someone related to you did a crime. Yeah. It's kind of important mm-hmm. to, I don't know. I know people are like, then they can watch you and spy on you. But it's like, yeah, but if you're a good person, you got nothing to worry about, bruh. I always want to just rebuttal, like, do you think you're that interesting? Because they don't watch me all day. You're not yeah. going to be impressed. <laughs> You'd be like, damn, that girl eats a lot for me. I mean, no, for me as well. I just bought Girl Scout cookies and I'm in heaven. Mm-hmm. They were outside of a Lowe's and I was like, mm. hell yeah. I got cash. Yeah. That's the <laughs> second, second I did that outside of a Walgreens. He like, we didn't go towards his truck. He was like, Zzz. and I was like, now I know where we're going. <laughs> got them where are the tables? Yes. Yeah. I think tagalongs too. I got thin mints, so Samoas, and tagalongs. Mm-hmm. I said my wedding's not for a while. Mm-hmm. Tagalongs. That's like the shortbread one. Mm-hmm. That's the no, peanut butter that's chocolate a... one. Uh, I used to live on the shortbread ones. Okay, everyone fucking hates on the shortbread. They're good. Are you talking they're about good. the dosy dos or whatever they're called? Oh, you're just talking about shortbread. I like the dosy dos. Those are also uh, peanut butter. Like they're like peanut butter. Like they look like sandwiches. Like Oreos been set in the middle. Oh. See, I'll show you a picture. I love they I kind the of forget, name, like, they I, changed the name. They are not called Dosi Dos. Okay, I will anymore. say I freaking hate coconut because I hate that it like gets stuck in your teeth. But damn, those Samoas are on another level. Oh my god. No, yeah, these are what of they America, look like. we are here for you. Sponsor us. So. Oh, I Wait, have Samoas. Yeah, Dosi Dos. So then do you like nutter butters? And yes, we're yes. getting as positive as you can. Forget Hell that. Yeah, case. I, I love, love nutter butters. Peanut, peanut butter. butter. Anything peanut butter is great. You like Reese's? Love Reese. That's my favorite candy. Why did you say that so investigate? Like, hmm. Well, because some I people say, like, uh, some no, people they... say they really love peanut butter stuff, but then the Reese's peanut butter they don't like. Like, my mom likes peanut butter stuff. Like, the peanut yeah. butter and Reese's kind of, like, is, quote, unquote, like, gritty. I like that one. I don't like, like, a Russell Stover peanut butter or anything. Whoa. Oh, my God, no. That's a hunk of peanut, dry-ass peanut butter oh. surrounded in chalky. The true test is whether you just like the creamy or the chunky peanut butter. Or que no las dos. Hmm? Why not okay, that's no true. last dos. I know. I learned. There mm-hmm. you go. That's true. You got some peanut butter? Oh, you ready for the- I have both. <laughs> All right, y'all. You ready for a little- f- All right, you're listening to this on a Friday. You're going to go out. You're going to have fun. You're going to get drunk. The next morning or that night, you need a little snack. You ready? Bread. Uh, <laughs> I'm not done. <laughs> oh, two pieces. Shut the fuck up. I'm not done. I'm focused. Are you correct? Are you listening? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Bread. Two pieces. Little peanut butter, little peanut butter, both sides. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you ready? Chop up a banana. Okay. 
You got two options. You can either go both one or one or the other. A little bit of chocolate sauce or and or marshmallow fluff. Put the peanut butter on or put the bananas on. Close it up. Sorry, that was probably so loud. I'm so sorry. Everyone's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now I hear ringing. Jesus. Am I yeah. clear, the clear audience? Hello? Uh, close it up. If you really want to get fancy, pop that bitch in the microwave for about eight seconds. Okay. Okay. You're making me sweat. Aaron, you paying attention? I am. She's I'm taking down. notes. Okay. We know you're going to need it. <laughs> Peanut butter. Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut I see what's up. Well. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sarah, you want, me to talk about, you want me to talk about your armpits? Are they sweaty? I like to wear sweaters. And they call them sweaters for a reason. Oh, she's sweaty. But she's really not because we use zero sweat. Zero sweat, antiperspirant, and yes, there's a difference between deodorant and antiperspirant. This is an antiperspirant, so if you're a little bit stinky, you can still use your regular deodorant, but this one, no sweat. So your stink is really going to be reduced. If you go to zerosweat.com and type in the code SINISTER at checkout, you get 20% off of a $15 purchase or more. Um, Honestly, one little bottle of that lasts quite a while. So you'll be set. You just put it on your pits before bed. You wake up all fresh and dry. Hey, what's zero sweat? Nice. I thought I'd wake up. Thank you, Morgan. Nice yeah. and dry. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lord. Well, ladies, that was episode 59, right? Yeah. 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 You already plugged the email. So I yeah, did. if you have, yeah, any more stories, send those to us. Yeah. Uh, send us our sunrise podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on social media, Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook. All the same names since your mm-hmm. Sunrise Podcast yep. or TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Sarah posts some cool TikTok videos, so that's Sinister underscore Sunrise underscore Podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Also, I, I love that we have both. We all have hand motions when we say it. We have to. It like, helps sinister. me remember. I know <laughs> the three words and all those underscores is just hard. Yes. I'm so sorry. Yes. <laughs> I wish they gave us spaces. <laughs> if only. What premium me- membership do I have to get for spaces? Eh. We're not, Tell us. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> Once we get enough followers, yeah. that's mm-hmm. the space. Yeah, yeah. Someone you tell us. You <laughs> Forget that blue check mark. <laughs> One day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and lastly, just go over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five star rating and review. Right, please. Yeah. Tell us we're great. We love it. Tell us our stories are good. I don't know. I don't know. Tell us something. <laughs> Tell us something about you. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> we want to get to know you more. <laughs> yeah, put a five star on it. I'll read it. I don't care yeah. what it says. Yeah. It could be like, do you got I'll another recipe for a drunk food? Put it on there. Five <gasps> yeah. stars. Yeah. Ooh, okay. We'll we'll read it and shout you out. Oh yeah. my God. <gasps> Guys, send in your recipes for drunk snacks. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Send them in. Because I was. Yes. You know, Aaron needs them. Yes. Too. <laughs> I Always. need them. Sarah, she gonna need it. Okay. <laughs> Yep. Sarah just needs your approval. Please. We're all, five we're all stars. stressed. We all, you know, we all got to drink a little bit to get through the rough weeks. Sarah's now a homeowner. Things are crazy. I'm trying to sell my house. Aaron is a, Aaron's the glue. I mean, we all got <laughs> shit. Okay? So, recipes, please. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Savory, sweet. We like it all. Yeah. Yes. So, ladies, that's 59. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye.